This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, fam. Welcome to another episode of Making Shift Happen. Today, we're talking about five steps to start your new workout routine. Because here's the thing. I know it's, you know, end of January by the time that this episode is dropping. However, it is the new year. I know the, you know, new year, new you, quote unquote. Uh, Maybe you've started a new program. Maybe you have a new goal in mind. Whatever that is for you. It could also be the fact that you're coming back from an injury or an illness, especially you know, it's cold season, cold and virus season, and the buggies are still out. And all too often, you know, I've been having a lot of clients get sick lately. And um, I know I've been avoiding sickness myself. And it's just a natural thing. All right. And it's inevitable that you're going to have pauses in your workouts, because sometimes you can even get burnt out or something like that. And you just need to take a break. Maybe just go ride your bike for, for a week, <laughs> whatever it is. Whatever it is, you're restarting your workouts, all right? And that's that's the point of today's episode because, you know, especially with it being near the end of January, like I was saying earlier, things can kind of falter and, you know, maybe you're just not enjoying what you're doing. I don't know, whatever it is, all right? Maybe you're just having a hard time getting, getting your workouts in, which we're going to talk about. So here's your five steps. All right, first step, uh, and this is one of the most important ones to my, in, in my opinion, is just setting your intention, you know? What are your intentions for working out? Why are you wanting to work out? What's the purpose to you? You know, what's your goal in doing so? What keeps you going and showing up? That's a really important thing because that's all too often something that I feel like folks just aren't asking enough of. And, you know, you've heard me quote him time and time again, habits coach and expert, well, He's an expert and author, technically. He's not really a coach. His name's James Clear. And he often talks about thinking about the person that you want to become. You know, ask yourself what what that person does on a daily and weekly basis to show up for themselves regularly. You know, what does that look like? How many, how many days a week and for how long do they do this? And imagine that person. You know, imagine that person is you. You were that person, right? But imagine what you're doing. You know, what are the things that you're doing on a day in and day out and week in and week, week out basis to get to that end goal that you're, that you're really trying to get to. And those are what we call, you know, process goals, right? And those are basically the habits and behaviors on a daily and weekly basis that get you there. Ideally they're daily, you know, that's, that's the main focus here is just trying to figure out what are you doing in a day-to-day basis, even if it's not you working out on a day-to-day basis, you know, maybe you're not working out every day. All right. For me, I have a plan seven days a week. That's for me. Okay. And shred strong, for example, is not, you know, my signature training program. That is not seven days a week, just because I find majority of people, they tend to, to black out. Like they just don't mm -mm, No, they have no interest. It's almost too stressful for them. Even if one of those days is like a soul miles day on the bike, you know, for fun, they get to choose their own adventure. It's still too much. So I'm trying to do a program that's for the general folks, you know, for everyone. And that's why it's not an individualized program compared to things that I do for my one-on-one clients. So, but for me, I have a seven day a week program 
And that does include like a zone two day, a zone two recovery day, which is my Sundays. And that is what helps me kind of get going and keep going because I have a plan for every day. And sometimes I, I know that structure can be an evil for a lot of folks, you know, because they, they maybe are just anti-structure, <laughs> uh, anarchists. Um, but I think it's important to have some sort of daily structure in place, whether it is just knowing that you're going to go for a long dog hike that day or a hike with friends or just going outside for a long walk, you know, listening to podcasts, whatever it is, you know, just knowing what you're doing even on an off day or your, uh, your sloth Sundays, as I like to call them, all right, or whatever day of the week it is for you. So that's the first thing is set your intentions, you know, figure out what the hell is getting you to the gym. First of all, you know, what's the underlying motivation there? And then also what's going to keep you going there? You know, why are you doing it? All right. Now, second thing, figure out your program. All right. So this kind of goes in with the last bit that I was talking about, you know, just try and have a plan, have a plan. Complexity is going to make it more difficult to show up. So the more complex your plan is, the more difficult it is. All right. Make it simple, all right? Keep it simple, stupid. And that's, again, going back to my Shred Strong program. That's one of the reasons why I have three days a week of strength training. Two of them are the days that you should absolutely try to get in, minimum of two days, especially during the biking season while, you're, while you are out on the bike and out on the trails, should still continue, ideally, a strength training program. That way you're still feeling strong on and off the bike. And that way after bike season starts, or after bike season ends rather, you're not having any difficulty getting back into the swing of things. Like you're not as sore going back into it. Okay. So, you know, and trust strong. Yeah. You've got those three days. One of those days is optional for strength training. Then I have like an extra cardio day in there and then an intervals day. All right. So it's a good five day a week training program. That's at a basic minimum. Um, I know part of me is thinking about doing another interval session, but sometimes they can kind of, again, they can kind of stress people out a little bit, right? So I try not to over-program a generalized program because the more complex it gets, the more overwhelming it can feel, all right? If you want something that's a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more specific to things that you were training for, like a specific race or an event, that is when one-on-one coaching can become like something that you can lean on. It's just going to be a lot more beneficial for you, okay? But Second thing here is just to figure out what the hell you're going to do. Figure out your program, whether it's Shred Strong or it's a program that you find online or it's something that you just love to do since you were a kid. Whatever it is, it just gets you moving and it gets you training, all right? Third thing, ha, schedule it, all right? If it's not scheduled, it won't happen. Determine the best time of day for you to work out, considering your obligations in work and in life. So if you have kids, parents to take care of, yourself to take care of, a partner to take care of, but then also consider your energy levels. So yeah, you have to think about your life's obligations between work and family, but also think about when the hell are you motivated to actually work out? When are you motivated to strength train? When are you motivated to do your bike rides? You know, when can you actually fit it in not only for your schedule, but also your energy. Because, hey, a lot of us have a draining profession, you know. Um, maybe we just have draining co- colleagues or a workload that we're doing. Maybe working 10 to 12 hours a day. Like, whatever it is. Even if you're working 6 to 8 hours a day. If you're working in a high-capacity environment that is just very demanding for you emotionally and physically, that is going to take a lot out of you. And then by the end of the day, you're just not going to have the energy to show up for yourself. You know, it kind of comes comes down to that 
put on your own oxygen mask, you know, first before you put on oxygen masks on others. And I can't say enough about that when it comes to your own self-care and just taking care of what works best for you and taking care of you first before taking care of others. It's incredibly important for you to really reflect on that. And maybe it, it, maybe it does look like morning workouts. And if you're not used to working out in the morning, I will say it will take a week or two to get used to it. Sometimes up to a month, depending on the person, you know, if you are a morning person or not. But sometimes the mornings are just the best time to get things in because, you know, waking up earlier, especially if you do have kids, waking up before the kids wake up. Oh man, I have some clients who do their intervals then because the kids don't get up to like, I don't even know, I think like 6.30 or 7, depending on when school starts. And they wake up at like 4.30 or 5, which I know that the the number four in front of a time can be very difficult. I used to I used to wake up at 4.30, uh, actually for work when uh, I was in a different profession. But, you know, usually it's a little bit easier to, to stomach waking up in the five o'clock hour, <laughs> kind of like today. I woke up at five. Um, but yeah, there's something sometimes a little bit about like four something, it, it, it just feel a little daunting and overwhelming. So don't, don't think that you have to wake up in the four o'clock hour. I'm just throwing out ideas here. Right. So don't, don't, uh, stone the messenger here, but seriously, determine the best time of day for you to work out considering your life obligations and then also your energy levels. All right. Because sometimes we neglect that. We think I'll, I'll work out after work after work if you especially if you've had a rough day the last thing that sometimes you want to do is go to the gym and deal with like more people um depending on what kind of gym you go to so again consider that you know after work after work may not offer the most motivation for you if you're exhausted all right so keep that in mind so schedule it that's the third thing fourth thing ah you know you know i'm gonna talk about it consistency all right consistency is key show up anyways. All right. Embrace a quote unquote, something is better than nothing type of mentality instead of an all or nothing way of thinking. All right. In other words, on your wildest days, all right, schedule wise or energy wise, start working out for five minutes and just see how that feels. Just tell yourself, give give yourself that five minute rule. All right. Start warming up, start working out, just kind of start moving your body. Sometimes even the act of putting on, excuse me, putting on your workout clothes can really get you going, all right? Because you're doing something that's not work and not like a life obligation. It's something that is a stress reliever and it makes you feel good and it gives you endorphins afterwards, all right? So yeah, consistency. Consistency is key. Show up for something instead of just thinking, "Ah, I can't do the whole workout, so I might as well just not do any. That is just a very closed-minded type of mindset. And and it, it will enhance your life so much. It will give back to your life so much if you were to embrace the idea of like a growth mindset of thinking like, hey, let me at least do something, all right? Even if it is just 10 minutes of my workout, that is gonna make me feel better. I'm gonna feel better for it. And I'm gonna leave feeling like a million bucks, okay? So, <sighs> consistency, all right. And then last but not least, accountability, accountability, get an accountability buddy or what we call accountability, accountability buddies, (laughs) all right? Knowing someone is waiting for you at the gym 
helps you to show up for yourself. Tell someone else your goals. All right. Maybe even do that. If you, if you don't necessarily have a, a gym accountability buddy, then tell someone what your goals are to hold you accountable. Check in with one another. Other option, of course, I'm going to say this, it's, it's to get a coach. If you need some guidance, if you need some accountability, if you need someone to help guide you through the nuances and through the crap that life can throw you and just to kind of be there, yeah, to be there as a cheerleader, sure, but to also help you help guide you through things, that's going to be huge. All right. So just to recap, set your intentions, figure out what program you're going to do, have a plan, all right, schedule it, and then be consistent with it. And last but not least, have some sort of accountability. All right. That's all I have for you today, friends. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you found it useful, please share it on social media and tag me at Shift Human Performance. That way I can actually see it and reshare it to the world. And for that, I appreciate you so much for listening today. And I hope to see you next week. Let me know if you need anything. You can drop an email. All the links are in the show notes and I would love to hear from you. All right. Bye.